LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of LOI Match Day on Off the Ball. I'm Stephen Doyle and I don't know about you, but I'm feeling very excited ahead of a full round of SSE Electricity League fixtures following the international break. As ever, I'll have all the info you need heading into your League of Ireland match day. The Premier Division took a week off, but there was no stopping the First Division. Well, unless you were a Treaty United or Waterford player. The markets feel pitch not perfect, so they'll have to set another date. Longford Town failed to stop Galway's gallop, while the Seagulls are still flying high after a five-goal thriller at the Carlisle. Jack Doherty broke Harps Hearts and Athlone Town, the latest team to pillage the kingdom. And don't worry, there'll be a recap on the previous week and the thriller and Tala the Loud Derby and big wins for the Northside Dubs. So after match day six in the Premier Division, Bohemians remain top ahead of Derry and Dundalk after their win against bottom side UCD, but they had to come from behind. It happened to a bishop, Danu Kinsella Bishop, with a lovely finish to put the students up front at Daly Mount Park. Ali Coote's missed penalty ended up in Windsor Park, but Coote and the host recovered with quick-fire second-half goals from Paddy Kirk and Coote. This comes for Coote. Ali Coote takes his man on, gets beyond oh, him and scores! Ali Coote, a superb strike! <laughs> The Gypsies remain unbeaten at home and top of the table with 12 points and one clear of Derry City. Our guest from the last LOI match day, Max Mata, bagged his fifth goal of the season to become the league's top scorer at the Ryan McBride Brandywell Stadium. The Candy Stripes left it late to seal back-to-back home draws. Defender Kieran Cole equalised in the 81st minute for a 1-1 against Sligo Rovers, who sit in fourth spot. Dundalk remained third after they took all three points from the Louth Derby as Hart fought a contest as you'd expect at Weavers Park but the two English players who have impressed for the Lady Whites combined for the goal Rayan Tulloch teeing up Conor Malley for a neat finish inside the box in the 65th minute and his second goal of the season for the former Middlesbrough and Rochdale attacking midfielder and draw his English import Freddie Draper had a penalty saved by Nathan Shepherd in the dying minutes so, drugs dropped to sixth and we'll hear from Dundalk boss Stephen O'Donnell later on the podcast. Here's Perugia inside for Burnham. Again, again in a space, bit of space. Yeah. And the shot from Burnham! Oh, oh, it's 2-1! What a goal from Jack Byrne from distance. He only had one thing on his mind. Top corner. You've probably seen that beauty from the feet of Jack Byrne. What a goal it was and what a match it was at Tallis Stadium. Two managers under pressure had to share the points after Shamrock Rovers were held to a 2-2 draw by St. Patrick's Athletic. Rovers midfielder Richie Tell opened the scoring and his account for the season before Owen Doyle bagged his second of the term from the spot. Burns Belter came after the break but Jake Mulraney equalised in the 88th minute his first Saints goal after returning from the States. Winless Rovers remain above the Saints who are in the relegation playoff spot with both clubs and five points. However, Saints boss Tim Clancy feels it's a result that could restore confidence. Proud of the players. Um, we've had an extremely difficult week in regards to the results. Over seven days we lost three games which um, probably drained a lot of the confidence out of players. Um, but to come to Tala against Shamrock Rovers um, and come from behind twice it was, was uh, very pleasing. 
Finally, in the last round of top flight fixtures, there was a very impressive 2-0 win away to Cork City for Shelburne, who move up to fifth place in the table. We'll hear from Shell's winger Matty Smith on this week's pod. His attacking pal Jack Moylan doubled the lead after City defender Josh Honahan put the ball into his own net. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. So, Shamrock Rovers go to Oriel Park in search of that first win of the season. Yes, Shamrock Rovers had won six out of six or hadn't, you know, had lost six out of six. We'd still be preparing the exact same way for them in regards to quality they have. Dundalk boss Stephen O'Donnell telling LOI Match Day that regardless of the hoop struggles, his team's preparation for a top-class opponent remains the same. And while they've yet to win, Rovers are unbeaten in three matches, albeit all draws. Just one less than Dundalk's unbeaten run of three wins and one draw. In the last seven league meetings between the sides in Louth, Dundalk have won five and drawn one and lost one. O'Donnell has seen beyond the scoreboard at the end of Rovers matches this season. Their form really doesn't dictate or it really doesn't make a difference to how we approach it or what I go and expect. Um, people say they haven't won in six, but they've lost one and six also and obviously drawn five. So... Look, it'll only be a matter of time before, before they, their, their form improves in regards to results, but they are actually playing quite well. And as I said, they have such depth in their squad, such quality. Um, they're, they're, you know, they're going to be a threat. If they have a good day, they're, they're still the best, one of the best, if not the best team in the league. So we're under no illusions, but we know what we're capable of. We know we have really good individuals. And a good team. Dundalk's number 77, Rayan Tullock, has dazzled in front of the Lily Whites faithful. The 22-year-old former England underage international and left-sided attacker has two goals and an assist in his last four starts. But O'Donnell wants to see more. Really good, really, really good quality. Exceptional in 1v1s. If he gets anyone stood up, he's very... Um, unpredictable in what way he can go he can go both ways and really exciting player and I think the Dundalk fans he's the kind of player that obviously supporters would take in regards getting excited when he receives the ball in 1v1 situations so the key now for Ray is can he keep doing it consistently The Hoops have had Ronan Finn Marcus Palm and Dylan Watts training again ahead of that game while Dundalk have doubts over Paul Doyle and Louis Ainsley the three other matches on Friday night and if Rovers lose St. Patrick's Athletic will climb out of the bottom two by beating bottom side UCD the students have lost every game since that opening night draw at Dundalk there will be massive expectation on the Inchicore Club to take all three points at home Cork City are at home once again Colin Healy's team will hope to bounce back against Drogheda United City with five points are just one place behind Drogs who have eight there's been six home wins at Turner's Cross in this fixture since United's last win there in 2012 fresh from a win at the Cross Shelburne returned to Tolka where they welcomed the best away team in the league so far Derry City have collected seven points from nine on the road but Shell's boss Damien Duff's created a real siege mentality at Tolka where they are on beaten. Winger Matty Smith has been paying close attention to the gaffer Damien Duff ahead of the game and not just on the field. I share a, a wee flat with uh, Shane Griffin here and uh, we've had him up on the TV all the goals he scored for Chelsea in, in Europe, 12 odd goals in, in European games with like against Barcelona and all that kind of stuff. He was a attacking left-handed player like, like myself. Um, yeah. He takes on a train and all that as well. We would split up and everything. He would you can even see it in the way he joins in sometimes as well as as 
and all that kind of stuff is just having any teachers as well you just try and soak up the most of it last season when these sides first met at Talca Smith was wearing candy stripes but he'd eventually depart for Drumcondra in July he scored three goals in 19 appearances for Rory Higgins team but has a point to prove on Friday night the window closed when I was uh, I was wasn't due down to myself it was I was told to go and um, I was, wasn't going to get game time um so obviously I chose shells and that, and uh, so obviously I've got that wee bit of when they say a point to oh yeah we say a, a wee bit of a point to prove because I, I feel I don't feel like as if um, I done myself justice up there. Um, so yeah, I look I look forward to playing against obviously my, the pals that I made up there and all that as well. But um, I'm looking going to look there and when it become. 7.45 on that for tomorrow night like there'll be no, no friends like that match is live on RTE2 the last match of the week in the top flight is on Saturday and sees the leaders Bohemians go to Sligo Rovers who are in fourth place and a point clear of shells the bit of Reds impressive draw against Derry means they're unbeaten in three and six points off Bowes in the week the club had its biggest ever winner in the club lotto they'll be confident of hitting the jackpot against the Dubliners. They've won two and drawn one of the last four showgrounds meetings with Bowes, who welcome back Dylan Connolly from his three-match ban. All games across both nights kick off at 7.45. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. Now looking back on match days five and six in the first division and there's one game that really stood out. Last week Finn Harps were hopeful of back-to-back wins after beating Longford 1-0 the previous week thanks to a late Ryan Rainey penalty. They entertained Cove Ramblers who had been overtaken by Bray Wanderers following a 2-0 home defeat to the leaders Galway United. Harps were 2-0 up at the break after season's first goals from Seamus Kyo and Philippe de Silva. All was going well. But the Rams rallied and Jack Doherty scored twice to go top of the league's scoring charts with five. So Harps dropped two points and the result was compounded by the late red card for 18-year-old academy graduate Sean O'Donnell. But they do remain just two points outside the playoff places. Galway now have a six-point lead with six wins out of six. John Caulfield's tribesmen added Longford Town's scalp to the Rams. Vincent Borden got his fourth in six matches in Cork before Ronan Manning sealed the win. The 1 0 win at Bishopsgate was all thanks to. Darren Clare goes inside, fizzes it into the front, Darren Clark deflected goal, 1 0 to Galway United. Darren Clark, the former Longford Tallman, provides the drop of inspiration, Ali. So, if you know, I gotta find out is Clark's golf swing celebration a tribute to his namesake? You can tweet me at Dub Soul Rebel if you know. That was back-to-back defeats for the town and we'll hear from their goalkeeper Jack Brady shortly. Things that were looking up for Bray Wanderers and their head coach Ian Ryan. The former Wexford boss has overseen three wins and three draws this season. On St. Patrick's weekend they had to thank Ben Feeney and Max Murphy for goals in a 2-2 comeback draw away to Waterford. They needed another comeback at home against Wexford. Ben Feeney's goal was overcome by ex-hoops duo Aaron Dobbs and Ethan Boyle for Wexford. But Cole Amoriyamwan scored his third of the season to win the match at the Carlisle Grounds 3-2. That was disappointing for the losing 
side who had beaten Kerry the previous week 2-1 with Mark Hanratty and Brandon McCann scoring the goals and Kerry followed that loss with another this time at home to Athlone Town who won 1-0 with a late Valerie Dahlia goal. Asai Lewis and Noah Van Genen were the goal heroes for Athlone the previous week as they came from 2-0 down with 10 men to draw 2-2 with Treaty United. They're up to fourth place while the Limerick club saw Enda Curran score two goals but they're second from bottom and their manager Tommy Barris is up next. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball. At 2-0, we, we probably should get a penalty. It's a blatant penalty. And that probably finishes the game, you know. But at the same time, um, we we have to see it out of 2-0. And, and that's, that error kind of... Uh, Lapsing concentration cost us. Treaty boss Tommy Barrett was frustrated with decisions going against his team in Athlone, but admitted that his side had to do better. After their match last week was called off, they go southwest to Wexford, where they've never been beaten. Barrett's expecting both sides to go on the attack. I, I actually think it'll be quite open game. I, did, like, I watched um, Wexford against Bray, and I thought it was particularly in the first half. It was very open, and you know it was a good game. And I think uh, our our games against Wexford and and I I'll put Langford into that as well because a lot of ex Langford players have have been good games in the in the in the last year, uh, in the last couple of seasons. So um, you know I think it'll be a decent quality game uh, depending on the pitch and the weather conditions because it can be quite windy and blustery and the forecast isn't great down there. Treaty really could do with three points to try and lift themselves toward the playoff contention. The manager believes the competition to be promoted is tougher than it's ever been. I think this year is it's hard to decipher, you know, who who's going to get into particularly fourth and fifth spots, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. whereas in the past it was like, you know, you had probably you know, you could see who's four to six early on, but I think it'll take a bit more time. And, and the extension of the league this year as well, um, I think will will make it more interesting in the next four games. Third entertained second at St. Coleman's Park, where a big crowd is expected for the visit of Bray Wanderers. Cove Ramblers will reclaim second place by beating the Seagulls on the south coast. They each claimed a victory in the two corresponding fixtures last year. Fourth place to Athlone Town entertained the unstoppable leaders. Galway United are looking for seven wins in seven, while the town could move up to fourth place with a win. And what a tie we have in store at the RSC. Newly appointed Waterford boss Keith Long and his assistant Alan Reynolds clashed with Finn Harps. The former Bohemians boss better have a couple of glasses at the ready as Harps gaffer Dave Rogers has revealed he'll be bringing a nice bottle of Van Rouge. I think Long would prefer to take three points from the Liverpoolian. And the Friday night games all start at 7.45, while on Saturday at 7.30, Longford Town welcome winless Kerry. The Town lost their last two matches, but only by the odd goal. And before that, they had two scoreless draws, in part thanks to the man between the sticks, Jack Brady, who returned to the club for this season after spells with Shelburne and Treaty. He must be happy with two clean sheets in his last four appearances. No, I prefer more. And yeah, I know yeah. you say that's greedy, but uh, we're only losing out by the odd goal. And uh, we got Keane Vernon on loan um, from Bohemians. He's been unbelievable since he came in. Um, and uh, I even think that we've, we've really kind of settled down in the last, in the last couple of weeks. Um I just think we've been unlucky in, in certain games not to get a couple of better results. It looks, um, I suppose, like like a large challenge for, for us from the outside, obviously, with, with three with three draws and, and three defeats. But I do think it's starting to come together. We've been working really hard to, 
to kind of fix fix the issues uh, that we've been having and, and, and trying to see out games. Kerry have just one point, just two less than their hosts who will be expected to take all three at home. Ahead of the game, Brady gave some insight into the instruction coming from their boss, Stephen Henderson. We're not going out to draw games, we're going out to win games, you know, and, um, we're just, and he even said it to us uh, at training on Monday, uh, we really need to. We really need to, to to try and take on board that uh, this isn't about getting through games. It's about going and 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 pushing on and getting as high up the table as you possibly can. He also made a very good point. There's three rounds of fixtures left, and plus another two or three games in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no panic setting, setting in from from our side anyway. Um, we do fancy ourselves, obviously, uh, to put in a good performance. But I I, I think it's really important that. Uh, we give Kerry the respect they deserve. They have a couple of really good players, Leo Gaxa, um, Matt Keane are, are a couple of very good players that we've identified as potential threats. Well, I hope you enjoyed that second edition of LOI Match Day. I'll be back with another next week. Safe travels wherever you're going to watch the game and I'll chat to you again next week. LOI Match Day on Off The Ball.